Hey, everybody. Before we get started, just let me remind you, this episode is brought to you by our friends at Stella Mints. I love these mints, and I'll tell you why. They they really work. They taste great, and they work. Uh, recently, uh, I learned that one-third of all Americans are living with extreme stress, and that's pretty sad. Uh, this has only been compounded by the, by the pandemic. Uh, this has left millions of people, myself included, trying to figure out how to cope with the love this increasing level of pressure and anxiety in, in our lives. That's exactly what Stella Mints were made for. Powered by CBD, Stella Mints are a fast and a simple way to feel more calm and clear-minded throughout your day, no matter how hectic things get. My wife now is using them. She likes the peppermint. That's her favorite flavor. She's probably going to order lemon as well because she likes lemon and peppermint. But here's the thing. Our good friends at Stella Mints, they've upped the offer here. They're now offering free samples. You heard me right. Free samples for a limited time only. Free complimentary sample of Stella Mints. Shipping including. Just simply go to StellaMints.com and use the promo code PapaBearHikes and your order will be converted to the free sample. That's StellaMints, S-T-E-L-L-O, Mints.com. Now as promised, we're going to talk about the Lone Star Trail. We had Garth from Texas sent us a message last week and pointed out to us that we haven't talked about any trails, really anything in Texas. And um, that's a shame because this Lone Star Trail is actually kind of cool. I did some research on it. Uh, And what I like about it is it could be done in the winter. So those of us who become sheltered in in, in the cold weather and people like myself who just sit here dreaming and thinking, oh, what can I do as soon as the weather gets nicer? You know, I can't wait to get out on the AT when when the weather breaks or what sections am I going to hike? Well, you know, the Lone Star Trail gives us an an, an opportunity to to get a nice winter hike in. And and we're not talking about killer mileage here, killer elevation. It's a 96-mile hike. And and there's some elevation, but like I said, you're not going to get Appalachian Trail type elevation on this hike or long trail elevation. As I said, it's a 96 mile trail and it was conceived by the Long Trail chapter of the Sierra Club back in 1966. Construction started in 1967 and was completed by 1968. This is a year round trail, but from what I can find out about it, what I've read, people feel that. The winter and the spring are really the best times because of that the mild climate you have in in southeast Texas. It's really that's really the best time. Uh, it is the south. It's going to probably become unbearably hot by the summer, and uh, I think that's what I like best about this trail is that opportunity to get out and do a do a nice hike in the winter. Camping is permitted for backpackers. You know, those of us wondering, oh, can I can I backpack this? Can I do this? Is through like yes, it is permitted. Uh, the only restriction would be during deer season in the in the month of December, uh, and even during December, they have designated camp areas that you can stay at. So if you're going to hike it in December, you just can't self-camp. Just make sure you're setting up in a designated area. Uh, the trail can be broken down into three sections. Uh, section one is what they call the Lake Conroe section. And that looks like it goes from, looks like Forest Service Road 219 to 149 in Richards, Texas. Uh, 
Then there's a, the second section, the midsection, it looks like. They're called the central area. It's from Stubblefield Recreation Area, north to Huntsville State Forest. And then the third section, uh, Winter's Bayou to Tarkington Creek Area. Uh, Butcher, Arthur Road, Trailhead East. So, yeah, there's there's different trailheads. So if you don't want to do this as a through hike, you could break this down and and, and attack it as a, as a section hike. Uh, if you live in the area... It'd probably be a nice way for somebody to get their get a start on backpacking, and it looks like really it's really conducive to uh, people that want to give a try to backpacking. Um, somebody getting out there for the first time, uh, maybe doing just a, a small section of it. If you live in Texas, this is a chance to do that. I don't know if I'd want to from upstate New York go down there and just section hike it. If I were going to hike it, I definitely want to make it a through hike, make it worth the trip, uh, but. Now, like most trails in the southeast, expect it to be wet, <laughs> a bit on the swampy side at times. Um, the wildlife you're going to encounter, from what I can see, what I've read, you know, there's going to be animal. There's going to be bears. You can see deer um, and venomous snakes. Pretty much what you can expect to see in most parts of the country. And you know, just be smart. Be you know, practice safe hiking practices out there, and you'll be you'll be okay. Is is what it comes down to. Unfortunately, I just struggled to find information on this trail. The website just wasn't very informative. I really had to dig around to get what I needed. And I don't fault the trail association on this because you know, it is just a 96-mile trail. And my guess is it's likely to be all volunteers running this. So you don't have – it's not likely to have a full-time executive director or even part-time employees. So they do the best they can. Um, I'm not going to cast judgment here. Yeah, uh, I think everybody wants to promote their, their trails and wants to get as much information out there as possible. But it is a little known trail, and I'm hoping that we can get the word out about it. We don't over, want to overcrowd it. But, you know, maybe quite possibly what we could be doing here is maybe sending some traffic away from some of these uh, heavier trafficked areas uh, and expose somebody to something new. Because I could tell you this, and boy, is this going to sound hypocritical. Some of our trails are just starting to show their age. I've been on sections of the Appalachian Trail for the last few years, and um, it looks like it could use a rest. The Long Trail, same thing. It, and and again, I, I know this sounds hypocritical because I've hiked these areas, but it may be time for some of us, myself included, uh, put my money where my mouth is, and get out there and try some of these lesser-known trails. These smaller trails don't have the romanticism or the uh, sense of achievement attached to hiking the Appalachian Trail. But is that really why we do this? Do we, should we really be setting out on, an, on a through hike to say, hey, look what I did? Um, no, we, we do it for ourselves. Uh, we should only be doing it for us. It may be one of those few times in our lives we can be well, somewhat selfish, right? Um, I say that in a very... Uh, in a way that's very limited, right? We still have to um, be mindful of the other people on the trail and, and nature and everything. But when, we, when we're choosing where we're going to hike, hike it because it looks like an area that's interesting to us, that it's going to satisfy what we're looking for in a trail. Uh, and this is something that's changed in me over the years. I, I've got to admit it. You know, it's uh, not that I ever did it for the attention, but you know, the whole idea that, yeah, I know that I can say I hiked the long trail. Well, looking back, you know what? I think maybe I would have been okay if I said, you know, I, I through hiked the superior hiking trail. Uh, 
because it would have given me the same sense of accomplishment. So in the spirit of trying to give some of these older trails a rest, I'm really encouraging people to go out there and check out some of these lesser known trails. And in the case of a trail like the Lone Star Trail, this is just a great opportunity for the person who doesn't have a chance to, or doesn't have the opportunity to take weeks or months off at a time to through hike. This could easily be done in two weeks, nine days. The average hiker can probably do this in nine days with very limited conditioning. Uh, a well-conditioned hiker can probably do it in a week or less. Um, I would encourage people to plan for no less than nine days to go on the side of caution. I'm hoping to get back to featuring more of these smaller trails. I know I was doing a lot of it in the summer and in the late spring. And uh, and, and in a good way, we kind of got distracted on the podcast and we started talking about other outdoor issues and themes and activities. And like I said, that's a good thing. Uh, but now that we're heading into the winter months, yeah, maybe it's time we start exploring some of these smaller, lesser known trails. I'll be inviting more people on from these trail associations. And we've had them on. We've had somebody on from the Tahoe Rim Trail. Uh, we've had uh, the Colorado Trail, somebody from the Florida Trail. That's not a small trail exactly, but it's a lesser known trail uh, to provide you with an opportunity to hear about these trails and their uniqueness. For myself, I want to look into trails on other other parts of the country. Uh, I want to hike the Whites in New Hampshire, but other than that, I've got to be honest, I am just becoming so bored with hiking in the Northeast. Um, whether it's the Catskills, the Adirondacks, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, um, as much as I love Vermont, I just feel like I need something new. So if in, in 2022, like I said, I'd like to hike the Whites, but if I have my druthers, I mean, I could be hiking the Tahoe Rim Trail or maybe the Wonderland Trail because I just, I'm yearning for a, a different experience out there. And, uh, and the whites, you know, here I am, I'm sounding hypocritical, but that's an area that is, is becoming overused. If it's not already overused, uh, and I'm just hoping, you know, I, just, I don't want to let my desire to do that or say I hike the whites get in the way of doing what I'm now telling you is the right thing to do, I guess, is go out and look for these lesser known trails. If there's any trails in your area that you want us to highlight on the podcast, please let us know. Some of these trails, there's just not much information available at all. Uh, for example, I'm hiking the Loyal Sock Trail. And uh, you know, again, it's such a small organization, very simple website. They don't do much promoting, but it's a really nice trail. I live close enough that I have to section hike it. But if there's a trail uh, near where you live and you want to promote it, talk about it, send us an email. Heck, we'll have you on and talk to you about it. If you've hiked the trail, we can we can talk about it. Or maybe you represent one of these trails. Maybe you're a member of their, their club or you do some maintenance on the trail. Let us know. Send us an email. We'd love to talk to you. Now we're doing things sort of in a um, kind of switch to direction we're doing things. Usually I talk about our emails and messages we've been sent at the beginning of our Wednesday show. This time I'm finishing it with that. Uh, William from Roanoke, Virginia sent us a message and asked this. Hey, Papa Bear, love your podcast, big fan. I noticed you cover a lot of hiking and backpacking trails. Any chance you might be able to talk about some rails to trails? There's some awesome trails that uh, people can take on bike rides or good family rides. How about you give a shout out to some of those trails? Keep up the good work. Again, I love your podcast. Well, William, thanks for the compliment. Can never get too many compliments. It's, it's motivating. Uh, yeah, William, that's a good point. Uh, we haven't. I have not talked enough about bicycle trails. I've had 
well, gee, I haven't even done much about bicycles. I think I've only had one or two guests on to talk about biking. So you know what? You just inspired me. Look at that. I'm doing this to try to inspire people to go out and enjoy the outdoors. You just inspired me to do an episode, to come up with another idea. So I don't know when it's going to be, if it's going to be the Wednesday following this, or it could be in November, but we are going to talk about rail trails. Uh, Maybe even reach out to a representative from the Rails to Trails Conservancy. That's a great idea, William. Thanks for sharing with us. Danielle from Spokane, Washington sent us this message. Papa Bear, you talk a lot about hiking in the Northeast. When are you coming out west to do some hiking? We have some really awesome sites out here. Danielle, you're right. Um, you know, and the pandemic did play a role in that. Every year I look at the Wonderland Trail. I look at the Tahoe Rim Trail. I was hoping to do it in 2020. 2021, I sort of got distracted and really didn't feel comfortable going that far yet. It's there. It's on the radar. It's on my bucket list. It's not that I don't want to. I love you guys out in the Northwest. And and I've been out there enough times. I haven't done any backpacking out there, but I've visited the Northwest enough times to know this is a place I really want to get out and explore the woods. But thanks for the message. Mike from St. Croix, Iowa. Papa Bear, loved your episode about backpacking in Scotland. That sounds like that couple had a wonderful time there. My fiance and I are planning a trip to Scotland. Do you have any information or any guidebooks you can recommend? And I don't have any off the top of my head. But if you go to the website or you go to the episode in the description, it was a highly recommended uh, book for the the Great Glen Way. Scotland just offers so much as far as outdoor recreation. And some of you have already listened to the episodes. Uh, we had the Donnellys that did the, the backpacking trip on the Great Glen Way. We talked about canoeing uh, through Scotland. There's a lot to do there. Uh, and hey, you and your fiance, I hope you guys have a great time. And you know what? When you come back, why don't you give me a call? Why don't you give me a shout out and... Come on the podcast and talk about your experience. Okay, everybody, remember, go to popbearhikes.com. Check everything out. I do not want everybody trying to write all this information down while you're driving, okay? Go to the website. You'll find the information there. I want everybody to be safe. This episode of Pop Bear Hikes has been brought to you by Avalon Publicity. Avalon Publicity, increasing the digital footprint of content creators and skilled professionals via website development and social media services. For more information about Avalon Publicity, go to their website, avalonbusiness.org. That's avalonbusiness.org.